What's up, everyone? You are listening to the Scoop and Score podcast. This is uh, Wednesday, June 23rd. Uh, big episode today. We are doing the AFC East uh, team previews. Um, we will be talking a little bit about the NBA. And to help me do this, I Cole Reha here. How's it going, Cole? Good. How are you? Good. Anything new in your life? Oh, not too much. You know, just same old work grind. I love it. Not much. Yeah. <laughs> How about you? Uh, you know, I've been uh, doing the gym grind, getting oh, on your schedule. There you go. Do I look jacked yet? You do. Yeah, I feel Some it. Veins popping out of your shirt. <laughs> and also to join me, we have usually a regular, hasn't been on the show in a while, and we are excited to get him back, Joe Crossdeck. What's going on, Joe? Oh, not much. Are you excited to be it. back? Yeah, it's been a minute. It has been a minute. Um, not having TV for a while was kind of weird so did you get sports back no but now i have time with you i can legally stream it not illegally stream it on the internet oh okay there (laughs) there you go it's not like we're uh, on the internet or anything um but uh before we get into uh the nba playoffs and all that kind of stuff any sports news going around um I guess the NBA draft lottery happened, what was it, last night or two nights ago? Yep, last night. Last night. Pistons uh, got the number one spot. I mean, is it any – it's going to be uh, Cunningham, isn't it, from Oklahoma State? I'd assume. I saw today, too, that Cunningham's only going to visit with one team, and that's Detroit. Really? So he's, he's banking on going number one. No. I'm assuming he will, unless someone like, you know, Jalen Green, the D-League, you know, that guy. Just because he has all that potential? Yeah, I mean, he could be a superstar, but I think the safe pick would be Cunningham. Yeah, and, th- and that matches up like perfectly with their team because they got uh, those two rookies, Bay and then Isaiah Stewart. Who Bay is a sh- small forward, and then Stewart's a center. So yeah, getting that guard because big guard too. He's like six seven, six eight. Yeah, point guard. And when was the last time to, to, like Detroit had a good guard, like an all star? It's been a while. I mean, go back to like Chancey Phillips days. Mm-hmm. That's what I, was say. I mean, that's a long time ago, too. That's pushing yeah. 20 years now. Yeah, Richard Hamilton. Yeah, that's a good team. How long was uh, Deshaun Prince in there? Does he count as a guard? Nah, he's, he's a, a power forward. forward. Small forward. Yeah. Um, but, Joe, did you watch that? Uh, ben Wallace was uh, the representative. I bet you like that. No, I didn't watch that, but that's cool. I like that. Ben Wallace is a beast. Yeah, he tried to, uh, like... Hide his excitement, but like he kept like smiling and grinning and stuff. Oh, his afro is iconic. Uh, who got oh, like yeah. the second pick? I'll just read you the lottery picks. I would love it. All right, obviously we talked about it. number one, the Detroit Pistons. Number two, the Houston Rockets. Okay. Number three, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Number four, the Toronto Raptors. Number five, Orlando. Number six, Oklahoma City. Number seven, Golden State. That's kind of that's be interesting. Yeah, that's a good team. Number eight, Orlando again. That pick came from Chicago with the Vucevic trade. Okay. Sacramento got number nine. New Orleans number ten. Charlotte at eleven. Spurs at twelve. Pacers at thirteen. And the Warriors again at fourteen, rounding out the lottery. So two lottery picks: Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, Andrew Wiggins, and uh, Wiseman. Yeah, and then Kelly Oubre too. So that's going to be a stacked starting lineup, and then they're going to have two really good rookies, and probably... Um, I expect them to trade those picks, I think. You think and so? And maybe Wiggins to get a, another star. Yeah. I don't know who it would be. Mm-hmm. I mean, you saw the how Zion wants out of New Orleans, apparently. Oh, I shit. I heard that, maybe. But I don't know how he'd fit that team with Draymond, because they're kind of similar builds. Well, and their bench is going to be made up of veteran minimum uh, guys that are just chasing a ring, so that's going to be a tough team. But uh, going back to uh, those early picks, number two, um, Evan Mobley's like the number two prospect, mm-hmm. uh, supposedly. Yeah, USC do center. You, do you think Rockets go with him? I wouldn't if I'm Houston, just because they signed, um, oh, what the hell is Christian it? Wood. Yeah, and he's playing out of his mind. I mm-hmm. mean, I think he's a superstar in the making. I'd expect them to go with a guard. Because, yeah. I mean, you have to have a good guard. to. And who knows if John Wall's in their long term, which probably not. No. But then they got, like, Kevin Porter. Which Kevin Porter could be good, but I don't think he could be a, you know. Why was he not on the Cavs for so long? Like, was he in legal trouble? or? He, I think something is going on. He had, like, a disagreement with the team. Mm-hmm. I don't think he saw eye to eye with management there. And I think they moved on. I think they just released him, didn't they? Or did they trade him? 
I think they probably just released him. I don't know who yeah, would have got something him. Something was going on there because I think he's too good of a talent to just release. And you saw it. Well, I mean, at the end of the season, there wasn't much on that roster. But so, okay, so then Cavs number three. If Evan Mobley is there, I'd expect them to go that route, wouldn't you? I don't know. They're Sexton stacked with got. they're stacked with centers like uh, Jared Allen. They just uh, got in a trade. Um, Tristan Thompson. Which I'm, oh no wait no Tristan Thompson's on the Celtics. Mm-hmm. Uh, who was there? Because at one point they were loaded with center. I well, guess they, they McGee, released, but McGee on, went to the Nuggets. Then Andre Drummond. Drummond got released. Okay, I, so maybe. Yeah, and they could get a wing too. I mean, I think maybe like Jalen Suggs could fit that. Could they go Green? Or yeah, if Green's there, I think they could go that. But it's hard though because they have Sexton, mm-hmm. who's technically a two guard now, but he's basically a point guard. And Garland. Yeah, and Garland too. I mean, that's two rising stars. So yeah. It'd be hard for them to go guard, I think. Yeah, I agree. And then they just got, um, in last year's draft, that good small forward, like, Okoro or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so who knows what they're going to do. Um, you have anything to add, Joe? No, I think you guys got that pretty good there. Uh, <laughs> well, have you have you been watching the uh, playoffs? When I can, yeah. Okay. I've been watching all the Game 7s, at least. Yeah. Um, okay, so conference finals in the West. Uh, a team that you used to be a fan of, I'm not sure if you still are, uh, the Clippers, and then um, the Su- the Phoenix Suns. Uh, Phoenix just went up last night 2-0 in a crazy game. Uh, DeAndre Ayton does the value-oop. I, <laughs> I saw that on Twitter. Like that. Um, but uh, what do you think about that series, Joe? Do you think Clippers can come back? I think they can. Um, will they? I don't know. Probably I think they have a lot more playoff experience, obviously, than the Suns do. Yeah. But I like, you know, who knows? We've seen what the Suns have been up to. This whole playoffs have been surprised the hell to me. So I'm kind of with I'm with it for the Suns. Let's go. I don't care. Aiton and Aiton last night was wild, so yeah. I'm on board for it. Yeah, I'm, I'm with I the Suns, too. Basketball, I guess. Yeah, it's very cool. And then if, um, I don't know, I also want them to do well because I like their young players, like Mikel Bridges, Aiton, Booker, and stuff. But also, it's like a respect thing for CP3. Like, he hasn't won, and then if he gets to the finals on a team that, like, basically yeah. relied on him, uh, that's a pretty cool thing. That would be cool. Hey, did you see, I think it was Stephen A., who he compared Booker to? Mm-hmm. So he's next Kobe? Yeah, I did see that. How do you feel about that? I don't mind it. It's not a bad comparison. No, it's, it's not a at all. scoring shooting guard first. He does seem like he's got the Mamba mentality. So yeah, um, yeah, still pretty young though. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. He's really young. It seems like he's been in the league for years, but he's only like twenty four, I think. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. Um, oh, and then uh, Eastern Conference Finals, we got the Milwaukee Bucks uh, playing the Atlanta Hawks tonight. Uh, Joe, what do you think about that series? I think Bucks will take them. And how many games? Uh, five. Uh, that's what I said. When you have, uh, what do you think, Reha? Um, I mean, I bet you guys could agree. I don't want the Hawks to win. Yeah, personally, but I don't think that's gonna happen. I'd agree with you guys because you said five too, Jacob, earlier. Mm-hmm. I'd say five or six. Bucks take them. Yeah, I was talking to Jack about it, and he's like, "I'm guarantee, or I would uh, bet on it that they get a sweep." I was like, eh, "Let's give them a game." Yeah, Trey could go off, you know, mm-hmm. when he's feeling it, hitting the threes. Yeah, and then we saw in Game 7 against 76ers that uh, Kevin Horder can uh, take over Game 2, I they, guess. They call him something funny. I can't remember what it was. <laughs> but, yeah, Trey Young's had really good playoffs. Because, I mean, if he's not shooting well, his assists are, like, out of the roof. Yeah. So he's, like, finding a way for his team to win, which is pretty impressive for a guy as young as he is. Yeah, and in that Game 7, he was, like, Three of twenty, and you still gotta respect him shooting it because it could go off at any time. So yeah, he's still a distraction. Um, yeah, but it would be cool to see the. It's weird to think that uh, Milwaukee was gonna fire Mike Budenholzer if they didn't make a deep playoff run, and then here they are. So weird to think that the Nets aren't in it. Yeah, I, that really surprised. That seemed me. like a lock. Oh, I just realized I had a fucking parlay. I was gonna win me like a, like six hundred dollars with it. Nets won the finals. Ah, shit. Man, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, do you guys have anything to add to uh, the NBA before we get into these uh, AFC East team previews? Uh, not that I can think of right now. It'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, Joe, anything from you? No, yeah, I'm excited. 
right, let's do it. Though. Oh, uh, real quick, sorry. Uh, Boston hired a coach today. Oh, I did see that. The, one of the Nets assistants. I can't remember his name. Like Uda Coca. Yeah. Some, I don't know. They hired him quick, too. You were, I would have thought they would have waited out and interviewed a bunch of people, but yeah. they must have really uh, liked him. I don't think we talked about it on the show, because um, when was uh, the Kemmer Walker deal done? Like, I think... I think we talked about it that last podcast I did with you, maybe. Oh, did we? I think so. Oh. Maybe we didn't. Maybe we just texted about it. Texted about it. I don't remember. Uh, Just give a a quick um, thought about it. Um, It's a weird trade because they gave up Kemba and a first-round pick for... Al Horford and uh, Moses Brown. Brown. Yeah. And a second-rounder. But I'm assuming they just wanted to clear up cap space. Mm-hmm. So maybe they could go after someone else. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. And um, like the NFL did, maybe the cap is going to take a hit this year. Like, go down and then obviously jump back up once it's a full regular year, like full stance and stuff. But maybe the cap will take a hit. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, I thought it was a weird trade. I'm guessing either OKC is going to release them or they're going to trade them. Yeah, they'll probably get a first rounder back from them, I'd assume. Come on, Lakers, make the move. Yeah, it'd be to a contender, too, I'd imagine. I don't think Kemba's going to want to go back to, like, a Charlotte situation where yeah. he's the eight seed of the playoffs every year. Yeah, that would Ass team. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, let's get to it. Uh, let's start with the first team uh, that won the uh, AFC East, the Buffalo Bills. Uh, record 13-3. and Coach Sean McDermott, result lost in the AFC Championship game. Uh, what do you think about this team, uh, Reha? I like that team a lot. Um, really, they don't have any needs, like off-season needs. Mm-hmm. I mean, they pretty much brought everyone back. Yeah. I mean, you got a rising superstar, Josh Allen, and the season Diggs came off of. That's going to be a dangerous combo. And they brought in uh, Manuel Sanders. Yeah. So that adds, adds to that offense, and the defense has been solid. Yeah, I agree. Uh, these are their ads. Uh, Manuel Sanders, uh, Jacob Holster, the tight end. I think you played for the Patriots. And then uh, quarterback MVP Mitch might steal the starting job. Who knows? Good. A lot of potential there. <laughs> and then losses, uh, wide receiver John Brown, D-tackle Quinn Jefferson, and then tight end Tyler Croft. So, I mean, basically anything they lost, they added it back and maybe even better. Who knows? Uh, they also drafted uh, number 30, er, 30th overall, Gregory Russo, uh, D end out of Miami. Uh, second round, they drafted another D end out of Wake Forest, Carlos Bashan Jr. And then third round, offensive tackle out of UNI, Spencer Brown. Uh, what did you think about their uh, ads and losses, uh, Joe? Uh, kind of like you know, going for offensive line, defensive line, trying to kind of you know take care of the nitty gritty players that you're going to need. I mean, we like what Josh Allen did last year, like seven digs. I, I think they're going to be really good next year. I'm looking forward to them. Okay. Uh, I did want to ask you this. Um, so now that – are you a Patriots fan or a Bills fan? I guess the Bills. I don't know. <laughs> I respect it. Um, but, all right, so here's uh, the first question. Bills uh, did not do a lot in free agency after a conference championship appearance, but the biggest thing is that they retain the team that looks like it's going to be tender for years. Uh, are you excited about this Bills team, or uh, wish they did more, Reha? I'm excited for them. I mean, I don't think they were good. I mean, if it's not broke, then... Don't fix it. Yeah. No. I think what they did in the draft, like Joe said, was good because offensive line and defensive line more than likely will win you a championship, so yeah. if you have depth at that, then you're probably headed in the right direction. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, Josh Allen has uh, formed into a guy that looks like he's going to be an MVP caliber player with Diggs being the stud and all all the guys around him, making other guys look good like uh, John Brown, Cole Beasley, Gabriel Davis, uh, Devin Singletary. Most are iffy. The run game's kind of iffy. But uh, what are you guys uh, looking like? What's going to take this offense to the next level that's going to make it look like the Chiefs, Bucks, Packers, and other contenders? Uh, Joe? Well, I think, I guess if you want to do that, go that route, you're going to talk about the running back room. You're going to need some better pass-catching backs, I guess, kind of more more explosive offenses than they have right now, kind of a way. Okay, not so, like, uh, transparent? Yeah. 
Okay. I like that. Who do you think is going to make, like, the step if, uh, I mean, because they have Devin Singletary and Zach Moss, still pretty young backs, uh, so they definitely could take a step. But then they also added Matt Breida. Uh, who do you think is going to take that step? I'm still with Moss, I think. But having Breida there, too, I think is good to kind of drive them both just to make sure, you know, get some competition going in there. I like it. Uh, Sean McDermott prides himself on defense. Uh, He's built in Buffalo, led by guys like uh, Tredavious White, Micah Hyde, and uh, just recently Matt Milano. Uh, While some guys drafted, like Russo and others on the team, like Ed Oliver, uh, hope to make bigger impacts, do you expect any decline in play from this Bills defense, Riha? I wouldn't think so. I mean, if you'd see any, it could be like, say Tredavious White, but it's hard being a corner. Yeah. It's hard to have that many good years in a row. But other than that, you know, I like the way it's headed. I think Matt Milano is a great player, really versatile. Yeah. And then guys like maybe A.J. Epinesa will step up. Uh, Ed Oliver, I mean, he's been solid, but he could even – he's got more growth, I think. Yeah. Yeah, still – what was it, his second year or third year? I think it was his second last year. This will be his third. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, like I said – or. Um, like Joe kind of touched on, I think the only thing they really needed was like an edge rusher, and if they can get like, if they hit on one of those guys, yeah, if they can get like a fifteen sack guy while the others uh, are just like mediocre or good, uh, I think that's going to improve their defense a lot. Um, so, anything else to add to the Bills? I'm kind of excited for Dawson Knox, the tight end. Mm-hmm. I think he'll take a big step this year. Yeah, I kind of wish they would have added something at tight end, too. Even if it's, like, a veteran guy, like uh, Dallas picked up Jimmy Graham. What if they got Jimmy Graham? Like, yeah. Would that have helped? Or He'd fit that team well. I think he'd be a nice vertical threat for Allen. Yeah. I don't know. I would have liked the upgrade, but when Dawson Knox was healthy, he played pretty well. Um, not, like, crazy tight end numbers, but decent. Um, like we like to do at the uh, end of uh, team preview, uh, Joe... What is their projected record? Ah, uh, shit, what? Give me a um, Should I go to Reha first? Yeah, give me a quick second. Okay. And remember, it's 17 games. Uh, Reha. I'm going 10 wins. Whoa. All right, so they're 10 and 7. Yep. All right, why the uh, decrease? Just because of, like, the division, the talent. Miami's mm-hmm. getting way better. New England, obviously, is going to be Probably will steal a game. Yep, and even New York, I mean... They may, might not be that good yet, but it's a new culture. I mean, they're going to be ready to play. New players, new coach. Yeah. So, I mean, it's going to be hard to win in that division this year, I think. Yeah, and where they finish this year, I think they'll be playing, like, the Chiefs at least once next year and probably, uh, oh, what was the next team that was the Ravens again, maybe? Or maybe the Browns, I don't know. But, yeah, it's going to be tough. Um, Joe, what is your projected? I'm going to go with 13 and 4. Thirteen and four. All right. I think they'll drop a couple in, you know, in the division, maybe to the Chiefs outside, but they'll be good. Okay. Uh, I think I'm going to go in the middle here and go just twelve and five. I think it's a pretty decent record. Probably get some the division, but um, and then what is the chances of winning that division, Riha? Uh, I'm going to go fifty-six percent. Fifty-six percent. All right, Joe. Uh. Go 57. 57%. Yeah, that sounds about right. All right, I'm gonna go 45%. I promise you it will still be the majority, but I think Miami and New England both have like a real shot to win it, so I'm gonna go 45%. Uh, next team up, we're going to the Miami Dolphins 10 and 6 last year. Head coach Brian Flores, result narrowly missed the playoffs. Like, Colts lose or Ravens lose, I think they're in, right? Yep. Yeah, it was a heartbreak season, especially for just the big jump that they made. Uh, but they ed- did add some players. They added a uh, cornerback, Justin Coleman, uh, linebacker, McKinney, uh, center, Matt Skura, wide receiver, Will Fuller, D tackle, Anna Butler. Losses, they lost Fitzmagic. Now that's a big one. Yeah. Every team needs a guy like him. Uh, Edge rusher, Kyle Van Noy. And, by the way, on that last comment, there's not a lot of guys like him. So you got to keep that in mind. Uh, Center, uh, Karras. And then linebacker, Gruger Hill. They drafted number six overall, Jalen Waddell, wide receiver, Bama. Number 18, Jalen Phillips, D-end out of Miami. 
Second round, they got Javon Holland, safety out of Oregon. And uh, number 10 in the second round, they got Liam Eckenberg, offensive tackle from Notre Dame. They kind of nailed the draft. I thought so, too. Yeah. Uh, what was kind of your biggest uh, – either in free agency or drafting, like what was the biggest uh, additions that they made? I think first, the obvious ones, the firepower they added in that offense with Will Fuller and then drafting Waddle. I mean, those are two speedsters that are going to stretch the field. Mm-hmm. And that might could be scary, depending on how Tua plays. I like what they did on defense, too, uh, getting that linebacker from Houston. Yeah. I think he's a good player. And then the draft, they killed the draft. I mean, you couldn't ask for a better draft with the DN they drafted from Miami. Mm-hmm. Could be a superstar. Uh, the safety could be the best safety in the um, draft. And then... Um, Eckenberg's I, a top tackle, I thought. Yeah, I, I was projecting him to go to uh, the Colts after... I can't remember who got selected, but yeah. Yeah, I thought they nailed it. Uh, Joe, what do you think about their uh, free agency and draft? No, Cole just nailed it right on the head there, too, on his analysis. That was exactly what I was going to say, so that. All right, well, here we go. Uh, Miami made a big jump last year from the number five pick being to a a tiebreaker away from playoff berth. Uh, What are some of the things the team and Brian Flores has done to make make such a big leap, and can they continue, Reha? I think uh, just a culture change. They seem to be all in. You know, it's not the normal Miami team we're used to seeing. We're kind of ass, honestly. Well, that's because they had Adam Gase. Yeah, I mean, he really <laughs> sent that franchise spiraling in the wrong direction. But Flores has done a great job, I think. Yeah. And, you know, it's a lot of players that aren't superstars by any means, but they all played pretty well last year. And you look at, like, Xavier Howard. I mean, he's one of the best corners. He's a superstar. I heard that uh, he might be sitting out this year. Yeah, I heard that too. We'll see how that goes. He Is he on a camp. contract year? I think so. Okay. Yeah, that makes... Oh, oh. Things like that, like I can understand if you sit out like a uh, franchise tag or something like that. But like you sign the deal to do all those years. Like finish the year. If they franchise tag, you'd be like, fuck that. I didn't want to sign that. So then hold out that year. But... I don't know. That might just be my opinion. Yeah, no, I agree. But, I mean, being that good, too, he's got a lot of money on the line for his next contract. So, um, But, yeah, I do agree with you. Um, Joe, Tua is going to going into a big year that, uh, will, that more will be expected from him and more to blame if uh, the team fails to win. Uh, did Miami do a good job with improving weapons? Obviously, they added Fleur and Waddle, but they also have Devontae Parker, Mike Gusecki, and offensive line play to uh, be able to impress. And do you believe in Tua? Uh, I don't know. I don't really believe in Tua. I'd, have, I'd really never have. Uh, but I think you're right. This is going to be, I mean, a major step for him, whether he's going to show up or not, because he finally he has to at some point. <laughs> Yeah, take those major, those next steps, those next major steps to being the guy that they wanted, you know, that they drafted. But he, you know, he's shown them, like you said, they took him to what almost making the playoffs last year. So he has, you know, shown things, but he's not nearly there yet. I don't think. Yeah, uh, like I said, I don't believe in him, but whatever. Yeah, and I mean, in a couple games, they put Fitz Magic into uh, in like the fourth quarter, to try and close out games and stuff like that. So is that a lack of confidence? Is that like trying to preserve? Uh, confidence in him or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's hard telling. I know he I came know. out and said that he didn't completely understand the offense last year. So maybe that had something to do with his yeah, mediocre play. I guess he missed a lot of open guys yeah. that he didn't even look at. So, I mean, if they can address that, then that would help. Yeah, they said uh, he was struggling because guys weren't as open as like in Alabama yeah. so he wasn't throwing it, the ball but no one's going to be as wide open as Alabama wide oh receivers. never especially in the NFL I mean open doesn't look open in the NFL yeah um, but yeah uh, if Tua does like struggle and they're like shit we don't know if we have our guy this is the type of team though that if like they, they keep him obviously for his rookie contract and stuff but this is also a very, very nice place if you're a free agent that you would want to go down if you have Will Fuller, Devontae Parker, Jalen Waddle, and a really good defense. Right, Joe? Yeah. Well, now that they got the weapons there, like, and it's Miami. Like, who doesn't want to go play in Miami? No taxes either. That's true. Maybe Aaron Rodgers should go down there. Yeah, I'd like that. Yeah. But, yeah, I think this is going to be like a 
Tua doesn't play well this year, then you can look for them to be looking at quarterbacks next year, I think. Yeah, and then definitely Dolphins start tur- or Dolphins fans start turning on them. And we saw from a couple young guys that there's really no coming back from that in that franchise. You know, you got to move on. Uh, Flores has made some great additions on defense and uh, has improved every year since he's gotten there. Uh, with Christian Wilkins, Jalen Phillips, Jerron Baker, Xavier Howard, and Byron Jones, among other good players, uh, is this just the start to a team that's going to have, like, you know how history has those great defenses, that defenses were good all these years, and then, like, current teams like the Steelers, the Patriots, the Ravens, they always have good defenses that are feared. Is this the start of something, like, in that field? I think so. It's just a matter if they can figure out their financials because they paid Byron Jones a ton of money. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to pay Howard a ton of money. So, I mean, what do you do there? I mean, you might have to move on from one of them because yeah. I think Byron Jones, what, he signed like an 80 some million dollar deal. That was a lot. And I'm assuming Howard's going to be one of the top highest paid corners in the game, at least top three, I'd imagine. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they and the nice part is they did get a lot of draft capital, as we've seen from like this draft. Because they got rid of like um, Fitzpat or Tunsil, yeah, and Tunsil. Yeah. Um, so I mean, they at least got draft capital to maybe like replace those guys. Um, but I mean, uh, this Miami defense is going to be tough this year. Uh, what's your kind of thoughts on it, Joe? No, I agree with you guys. That's <laughs> I don't know if they're going to be a perennial defense like the Steelers, Patriots, Ravens are, but I do see a lot. There's a lot of promise, and they are, you know, they're. They're stout already, and they're only going to get better, I think. Yeah, I agree. Um, here's something that you guys haven't heard for a while. Bush. I haven't drank in an episode for such a long time. Yeah, I haven't either. I haven't drank in a couple weeks now. Yeah. I don't even remember the last time we drank during an episode. It might have been at uh, when we did the draft recap. Oh, yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Which, in real time, uh, been a long time, but episodes-wise, not that long ago. What, three ago or something? Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, anything to add to uh, the Dolphins, Joe? No, no. Okay, are you more of a fan of the Dolphins or the Patriots? I don't know. I mean, now that Fitzmagic's gone, it's kind of tough. Mm, yeah. Looking at Miami that way, so I don't know. I, I guess the Patriots just because Belichick's fun. Yeah, that's true. Um, does that mean you're going to be a Washington fan this year? I don't know, maybe. My root for maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's magic starting, and doesn't look like he has any, like, guy below him that's going to take his spot, so he might I get a... Then we'll, then we'll see. Oh, there we go. We need, we need that drama, that tension. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, Reha, what is your projected record for the Dolphins? 11 Unless wins. you have something to add. Nope. 11 wins. 11 wins. So you're saying... Okay. Okay. Oh, I wrote that down for Joe. Eleven and six. Okay, Joe. I'm gonna go nine and what's that? Eight. Yep. Yeah, nine and eight. I think I'm gonna agree with Reha on eleven and six. Seems like a double double digit team. I mean, if they won ten last year, I don't see him regressing with one more game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, chan- chances of winning the division, Joe. Um, you had 57 for uh, the Bills. So does this have to add up to 100? Is that what you're saying? I'd prefer it did. <laughs> yeah, I, I got to change mine for the Bills. Okay. Um, <laughs> what did I say, 58? 57. 57. Are you doing quick math? Yep. Trying to. <laughs> Do you want me to go to Riha? Yeah, yeah, real quick. All right, Riha. All right, my Bills one, I'm going to change to 40%. Oh, 40%, okay. Yep, and then Dolphins 40% as well. Whoa. All right, so equal shot. All right, Joe. I'm going to go Bills to 50, Miami to 20. Okay, 20%. And I did 45% before. I think I'm going to go with 30%. For the Dolphins. Chalk it up. Alright. I should keep those so that um, I know that they add up to 100. But Alright. 
let's go to the next team, the New England Patriots. Uh, last year's record, 7-9. and nine. Head coach Bill Belichick, a.k.a. GOAT. Uh, result, middle of the pack. All right, it was a down year for the Patriots dynasty. But guess what? They added some weapons. Uh, tight end, Hunter Henry. Tight end, Jonu Smith. Wide receiver, Aguilar. Wide receiver, Kendrick Bourne. Offensive tackle, Trent Brown via trade. Uh, edge rusher, Matt Judon. Uh, defensive back, Jalen Mills. Linebacker, Kyle Van Noy. And minimal losses. Offensive tackle, Marcus Cannon. Offensive guard, Joe Thune. Okay, those are big ones. Uh, and then safety, Patrick Chung. Drafted Mac Jones, 15th overall, quarterback out of Alabama. And then they stuck with the Alabama in the second round with Christian Barrymore, defensive tackle out of Alabama. I almost ran out of breath there. Yeah, you kind of had a southern accent when you were saying Alabama. <laughs> um, Alabama. All right, Joe, former uh, fan of this team, how do you think they did in the free agency and draft? Well, uh, it was all right. It wasn't as, you know, solid as I used to think, you know, the Patriots drafts classes and offseasons used to be. But I think they did all right. Oh, I'm going to tell you why you're wrong. All right. All right. Well, we got two stud tight ends. Probably top of the market in the free agents. Uh, Hunter Henry, we've been after for a while. And then Jonu Smith, apparently is a favorite of Bill Belichick. He wanted him uh, when he was in the draft. Um, I hate the wide receiver pickups. I, I I like Kendrick Bourne. I don't like Aguilar. I think we overpaid both of them. Yeah, you probably did. But... <laughs> um, but uh, also, we got Kyle Van Noy back, and then we got a stud edge rusher with Matt Judon, who I, I think that is one of the most underrated pickups of the entire free agency in NFL. It's not getting talked about at all. And then, in the, I mean, we lost some key linemen and stuff, but we got Trent Brown back, who did fantastic for us. I mean, a sick tattoo. Yeah. And then uh, in the draft, we we didn't have to move up for a quarterback. We're like, we need a quarterback. Cam Newton's definitely not coming back on a veteran minimum again. Little did we know he would. Uh, but we didn't have to move up at all. We got Mac Jones, who Bill Belichick wouldn't draft if he didn't have trust in Nick Saban. And then also we didn't – I think we actually might have moved up for the D-tackle bar more. Which but is smart cause he's good. He's, he, he, he's, he's a first-round first yeah, talent. that's what I thought too. I think the just the D-tackles were – so unimpressive. Or, there wasn't like a big group of them, so there was no need to rush out and get one. And also, there was just other great studs in different um, positions. But yeah, I love the draft class. Uh, what did you think of my analysis, Joe? Well, it was a great analysis. I'm, you know, I'm not big on Alabama quarterbacks. Never have been. So I think you just that's fair. Rightfully so. Wasted a pick and wasted your time. On a quarterback that might, you know, come in next year, probably won't play the most this year, but come in next year and be mediocre, and then they're gonna have to do it all over again. Yeah, that could be fair. That could be fair. But then the well, team around him's good, so yeah, that is true. Uh, yeah. What I heard, like Cam looks pretty good this in camp so far. Yeah, I saw that somewhere. Before. I also saw. I, I can't remember what the account was, but it was showing, like, clips in practice, and, like, uh, Cam Newton was kind of missing people, and then um, um, Mac Jones was wearing, like, a number 50 jersey, and the caption was, like, getting out thrown by a guy wearing number 50 as quarterback. Yeah, I saw one, too. It goes, Cam's in midseason form already, and the guy was running to the corner of the end zone, and Cam overthrew him by, like, it looked like 20 yards out. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair um, but yeah as you can tell I'm excited for the Patriots season uh, Patriots shown they are not rebuilding they are retooling uh, with all the acquisitions and money they have spent even though if it wasn't great money uh, with a great line improved weapons and a defense that is always feared uh, do you think this is a re- retool uh, to contend again or just a desperation attempt before uh, Bill retires Joe I think it's a desperation attempt before Bill retires. You remember last year when he asked me, is this the end of the Patriots dynasty? Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah, it's dead. It's been dead. Yeah. And as they come out here and do this this season, I think this is the same thing again. All right. Reha. I don't know. Like, I think they'll have success. they got too good of a coaching staff and too good of talent. But to an extent, it does look like a desperation because we never, ever ever see Bill the spend that spend. much money yeah especially for like top of the market guys like 
Henry Smith and Judon. Yeah. But, I mean, he needs to do that because, I mean, Bill's getting old. He might as well win now while he can. Yeah. So I don't blame him at all. Yeah. Um, would they rather spend their money now when they have Bill, or would they rather, you know, hold on to their money and then spend it after Bill retires? That's what I was thinking. I don't know. Oh, I forgot. You might as well spend it now while you have the, while you have the good coach. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, I also forgot to put in the additions uh, that we got defensive coordinator Matt Patricia back. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> I not know that. Him and his pencils. Yeah, just... <laughs> do you think that's a good ad? Yeah, he... I'm here for it. Let's oh, go. shoot. I have a question about it, so don't talk too about, much about it. Uh, Mac Jones versus Cam Newton will be the discussion all season for New England, uh, but it, they seem firm on starting Cam. Uh, do you agree with the move, or should they see what Jones got, Riha? I agree with it. I, yeah. I mean, Jones, he could be good, but you got to look at... Who he was playing with at Bama, I mean, he had a lot of good players around him. Mm-hmm. So moving in the NFL might be kind of a challenge at first. Yeah. So I think he sits. You know, they kind of milk out what Cam has left. Because Cam looked pretty bad at times last year, but he's still a former MVP. I mean, I think... And he adds more diversity to the offense. That's probably going to be, like, primarily running the ball. Yeah, and then, like, how he throws to tight ends, too. I mean, you had those two good tight ends. He's always been successful, like, throwing the great Olsen back in Carolina. Mm-hmm. So I think that'll help him tremendously. Yeah. Um, yeah, I do, do agree with that. And there's just so many success stories of guys that sit their first year, first couple of years, that, like, if you don't have to, don't start them, which is why I... I the, Holmes, res- the Holmes method. <laughs> yeah. I respect the decision, like, if uh, Jimmy G ends up, starting the whole year if uh andy dalton starts the whole year doesn't bother me at all yeah when you rush him you get end up like mitch trubisky i mean exactly you don't want that mitch trubisky uh josh uh rosen verdict still out on sam darnold yeah i heard he looks good but yeah i've heard that too We'll get to that when we cover the Panthers. Uh, and then last question. Oh, also, uh, Joe, what do you think? Mac Jones or Cam Newton to start the season? I think I already know your answer. It's Cam. <laughs> it's going to be Cam. All right. Well, then, uh, last question. Matt Patricia headed back to Foxborough to help with the defense. That added a bunch of talent. Uh, with also Dante Hightower coming back uh, and Kyle Van Noy, guys that he had before he left. Um, if this defense improves, do you think he gets another shot at head coaching? Uh, Joe? Um, maybe down the road. Uh, Not right away. I don't, uh, you can't just go off of, you know, come away from the Lions, go back and then retool a defense at the Patriots under Bill Belichick, who's already, you know, half defensive-minded guy. That's true. It's not... You know, he's not there yet. Give him some. He's got to really rebuild for him before he's going back to head coaching. Yeah, I mean, you got to think of the success stories that came out. Like Brian Flores, he's a defensive-minded guy, and then look how great he's doing. Maybe they're just like Detroit's fucking cursed. Matt Patricia couldn't do anything. <laughs> like not maybe. Yeah, I think he'd have to put together ten plus good years as a D coordinator, get another shot as head coach. No shit. Yeah. Oh no! Especially with the, like the direction the league's going, it's going to be all offensive-minded guys, young coach. guys, gurus. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a good point. All right, so Reha, projected record for the unless you guys have anything to add, uh, Joe. No, no. Uh, Reha, uh, Edelman retiring. Oh yeah. Sad about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I still got that gut feeling that he could come back after his knee injury and join Tampa Bay. I mean, because they released him, so he's good to go. Um, but, yeah, just a lot of good moments for the Patriots. Um, yeah. What about you, Joe? Are you sad about it? Uh, yeah. He's a fun player to watch. He always loves those slot guys. They're fun. Plus, he's just a fucking animal. Oh, hell yeah. He's a squirrel. <laughs> um, all right, so projected record, Reha. Uh, nine wins. Nine wins. All right, so you're going nine and eight. Uh, Joe? I go nine and eight as well. Shit, I'm going to have to one-up you guys. I'm going ten and seven. All right, Reha, chances of winning. Um, you have 20% left. 
Alright, 19%. <laughs> Alright, Joe, you have 20% left. Uh, uh, 15%. 15%, alright. And then me, I have. Oh, no, wait, I counted yours wrong, Joe. You have 30% left. Uh, give those other 10 to Miami then. What do you mean? Add 10% to Miami's, whatever it was. Alright, so you I'm want... i give 10% more confidence to New England or the Jets. So you want 50% on the Bills, 30% on Miami, and then still 15% or 15 on yeah, New England? Yeah, okay. there we go. Okay, and then myself, I have 75% left. Or, sorry, I have 25% left, so I'm going to put 20% on Patriots. Yeah. All, All right. right. That checks out. So then, Reha, you're going to have 1% left. Joe, you're going to have 5% left. And I'm going to have 5% left. So I might as well just write that down. We're going to give them eight wins, the Jets. And <laughs> how much did you have? 1%. 1%. All right. So now we are up to New York Jets. Uh, last year they had 2 and 14. Head coach now is Robert Sala, defensive coordinator for the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, result, missed out on the Lawrence um, lottery, but got rid of Gay. so you tell me what's the bigger win. I think they won. I think they won, too. Um, additions, they got Carl Lawson, edge rusher, wide receiver Keenan Cole, wide receiver Corey Davis, uh, linebacker Gerard Davis, uh, D-back, uh, LaMarcus Joyner, and then running back, uh, Tevin Coleman. Losses, they lost edge rusher and Henry Anderson, linebacker Jordan Jenkins, wide receiver Brashad Perryman, but they had a big draft, Reha. Uh, number two overall, Zach Wilson, quarterback out of BYU. Number 14 overall, Elijah Bear Tucker, offensive guard, USC. Second round, they got Elijah Moore, wide receiver, Ole Miss, and fourth round, they got Michael Carter, running back out of uh, North Carolina. Uh, what do you think about their draft, first off? I loved it. I thought they hit it right on the head. Wilson's obviously a risky pick. I wouldn't say risky, but, you know, there's a lot of upside, but also with the low competition could be a risky. But I like the pick a lot. I love uh, Vera Tucker. Yeah. And they're, then They're really showing up that O-line with a – I think he's a left offensive guard. So, I mean, it's going to be Beckton and Vera Tucker – yeah, that's a good young combo there. Yeah. And then with Elijah Moore, I mean, he's one of my favorite receivers in the draft. Also projected to go first round. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Michael Carter, good running back for a team that needs yeah needs help. all the running help they could get. Uh, Joe, what did you think about their free agency and draft? Uh, I think, I mean, I, I like their draft. It would have been a lot, I would be a lot higher on it if they would have gotten Trevor Lawrence, but I think they did get a lot of young talent on the offensive side at least to help out with Wilson so draft was good free agency was alright but obviously a little disappointed because you're looking for Lawrence but what are you going to do yeah, I agree. Um, let's start it off uh, real quick. Jets have started the rebuild by hiring uh, Robert Sala, getting their team built uh, through the draft. Unfortunately, we didn't see this too long ago for the Jets when they took Darnold over guys like Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. Um, do you think this could be the same thing with guys like uh, Trey Lance, uh, Justin Fields, and Mac Jones? Uh, Joe? Probably. It's the Jets. Come on. <laughs> I, I know that's what's like bumming me out. Like, I, I could. They did such a good job with uh, free agency and drafting around them, but I don't know if they got that certain pick right, and it's the most important one. Like, yep. It's it's frustrating. What do you think, uh, Reha? Uh, kind of with you guys, but also like, if Wilson hits, then game over, because I think he's going to be really, really good. You do? I do. Okay. But, I mean, could it have been safer if they went maybe Lance or Fields? Yes. But, I would have liked the Jets. They've been in this situation forever. I mean, you might as well keep risking it. That's true. And you got to look at Darnold. Darnold was the safe pick in that draft. 
Yeah. I mean, he's, they thought he should have went number one, potentially. And then Cleveland took the risky pick with Baker, and it worked out. Yep. Yeah, that's true. Might as well, yeah, risk it. Uh, all right, so the Jets have uh, already done more for Wilson that they than they ever did for Darnold by getting offensive linemen for the future like Beckton, like Vera Tucker, and uh, good weapons around him with Corey Davis, Elijah Moore, uh, Chris Hernan, uh, although he was there for Sam Darnold too. Uh, what else will help you? What What else will help him in his rookie year, Reha? I think mostly offensive line play, and then a good running game. Mm-hmm. I think is what's going to help him the most. Yeah. So that's going to slow it down for him. Yeah, and like not, and I don't think Robert Sala is going to do it. But don't like make an advanced playbook and shit like that. Just dumb it down. If you can run, run it. Fucking yeah, and, let him get comfortable. You know. Yeah, it's not like you guys are going for the playoffs this year. Mm-hmm. This is a total fucking development year. See if you got the guy. See if like all these draft picks hit and shit like that. Uh, Joe, what do you think? No, I, I agree 100% with all that. You know, baby him as much as you can. You're the Jets. You're not, you know, don't try and have the craziest or craziest uh, playbook out there. Simple stuff, offensive line and running back, lean on that. And that's how you, you know, ease a quarterback into the league. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, all right, so Robert Sala will be taking over defense with Quinnen Williams, C.J. Mosley, Sheldon Rankins, Carl Lawson, uh, Marcus May, so forth. Um, will we see an uh, immediate impact of Sala's effect, or will this be like a process to get the defense good? Uh, Joe? Well, I think it's always going to be a bit of a process, you know, when you kind of come into the situation. Especially, like you said, we've you know, seen this with the Jets before, where we're coming in, changing a lot of the, you know, the staff. So, yeah. you, know, you know, there's always going to be at least some, you know, change. Yeah, I agree. Um, Riha, what do you think? Yeah, like, I think schematically it's going to be, they're going to be a lot better because Zala is such a good defensive mind. But it's going to be a process because they have good players on the defense, but it's not a complete defense yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, let's talk about that uh, head coach hiring. Uh, did they make the, make, make the right move, Riha? I think they did because, I mean, he was a hot commodity last year, but no one hired him. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of a younger, fiery guy. Yeah. Really good defenses in San Francisco. He reminds me, like, um, kind of like Brian Flores, like, defense mind and stuff like that, but got, like, the energy of, like, Dan Campbell. And I think that's probably exactly what uh, New York needs, because... Kind of like a culture builder. Mm, Exactly, yeah. Because, I mean, Jets have been shit since... Since Rex Ryan left. Yeah, since... Were they really that good? I mean, I guess they made a couple AFC championships, but... Was that with Rex Ryan, or... Mm -hmm. yeah. And Sanchez. Yeah. What a stud. <laughs> uh, Joe, uh, you have anything to add to the Jets? Nope, not a thing. All right, Rio. No, it'll just be fun to see how it all plays. I agree. All right, Joe, we're going to you first. Projected record. They uh, were 2-14 and 14 last year. 2-15. 2-15? <laughs> yeah. All right, not a lot of hope there, uh, Riha. Go three wins. All right, going three and fourteen. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and go four and thirteen. Go ahead. Well, at least I'm not uh, projecting to go eight and eight again. <laughs> God, that was embarrassing. Um, what do you think uh, Carter's role is going to be like? They got Tevin Coleman, and then who's the guy that started for him last year? Like. I mean, he wasn't Tyler like... Tyler or Ty... Oh, yeah, yeah, Ty uh, Johnson. Mm-hmm. Uh, who do you think is going to be the lead back there? I think Michael Carter will get it. You think so? Yeah. I feel like they might give the nod to Tevin Coleman like to start the year, and then he'll probably get hurt like he always does. Yeah. Carter has fresh legs, too, because he wasn't even the starter at North Carolina. Yeah. That's Denver drafted their starter. I can't remember his name. Uh, Javante Williams? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right, let's uh, do a little... Just uh, to end the pod podcast, um, who are you most excited for fantasy wise quarterback in this division? Um, obviously Josh Allen, but I think all right, rank them. All right, I'm gonna go Josh Allen, and then Tua number two, 
just all that potential. Yeah. Then we'll go Cam three and then Wilson four, just because I'm not expecting Wilson to come out and yeah. light it up, you know. Are you the same way, Joe? I'm going to go Allen at one, Cam at two, then two at three, Wilson at four. Yeah. Is it the uh, Cam rushing numbers and touchdowns that puts him at number two? Yeah, that's part of it, yeah. definitely. All right, uh, let's do running backs. Let's say it's Damian Harris for the Patriots, Devin Singletary for the Bills. Gaskin for the Dolphins? Yeah, I guess so. Gaskin for the Dolphins and um, uh, Michael Carter for the Jets. How would you rank them? Uh, I think I'm – I know he's a bust last year. I'm going to go Singletary number one and then Gaskin – Harris and then Michael Carter. Okay, Joe. I'm doing the same there. I might. Um, I'm probably gonna go. Probably Singletary, but then I'm thinking I'm gonna put Damian Harris, Gaskin, Carter Williams. I, I like the potential that uh, um, Damian Harris has, especially if it's gonna be a run-heavy offense and. Yeah, going back to the Dolphins though, like. Running back was kind of a position I'd hope they would address, but they really didn't last year. Yeah, uh, at, they had the 18th pick, right? Mm-hmm. They took Jalen Phillips. I kind of wish they would have went like Najee Harris maybe, and then they could have had Waddle, Harris, Tua. That would have been cool, but I understand their pick. It wasn't like crazy. but um, All right, wide receiver. Um, let's go with Corey Davis. Uh, this isn't a great one. Stephon Diggs, Corey Davis. Will Fuller? Will Fuller, and, uh, uh, yeah, and I don't even know who to name for the Patriots. Who's going to be their number one guy? Jacoby Myers. <laughs> Rank them. Well, Diggs, Fuller, Davis, Myers. Yeah, that, that one's a bad one. <laughs> I blew it. Uh, defenses. Patriots, Bills, Miami, Jets. Is that how you're ranking it? Oh, no, no, no. Oh. I was just listing them. Uh, Joe, I want to hear your one first. I'm going to go Bills, Miami, New England, Jets. You agree with that, Rio? Yep. Yeah, I agree. All right, you guys have anything else to talk about? No, not that I can think of. Joe? No. No, nothing. Well, that does it then. You just listened to the AFC East team previews. Uh, thank you guys for listening, and thank you, Reha, for coming into the studio. Joe, thank you for coming back on. We'll definitely have to, we'll definitely have, to uh, have you on again soon. Let's not make it so long this time. Okay. Um, yeah, and thank you guys for listening. Remember, uh, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram. And remember to always share and spread uh, the podcast because we love talking about football and we'd love people that love it as much as we do to listen. Put the goddamn word out there. Yeah, quit being a bunch of bitches. Right, Joe? Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, this is Reha, Joe, and Jacob signing off. Thank you guys for listening.